Hello and welcome to Market Talks, a series of weekly podcasts produced by Argus discussing the main events impacting the commodities and energy sectors in Brazil and around the world. My name is Camila Dias, I'm Argus Brazil Country Manager, and in today's episode I talk to Alessandra Mello, Deputy Editor of the Argus Brazil Grains and Fertilizer publication, about the recent cuts in forecasts for corn production in Brazil. Welcome, Alessandra. Thanks, Camila. Always good to be here. Alessandra, this year it seems that the weather is more favorable for corn, but yet we may have surprises in the winter crop. Is that correct? Yes, Camila, some changes from the initial expectations are already happening. Argus had been warning about this with reports from farmers in the Central West region that faced dry weather in very important periods for the corn development. The last estimate by the national supply company Conab released in May confirmed this trend of a slight decrease in corn output compared to the initial forecast. The second crop, the largest in the country, is now forecast at 87.7 million tons, down from last month's estimate of 88.5 million tons, but 44.5% higher than last season. So you mean that despite the weather problems, we are still going to have a record corn crop? Yes, everything points that way. And there are two main factors for this significant increase in corn production. First one is the advance in the planted area. This year we had half a million more hectares planted with corn in Brazil. And this, of course, if we look at the three crops together, first, second and third. Brazil is able to plant three corn crops in the same year. This season, the total area is expected to be 21.5 million hectares compared to 19.9 million hectares last season. Both the second crop, which is the largest in the country, and the third crop, which is concentrated in the north and northeast regions, are increasing acreage in almost 9%. And even the summer crop, which is being harvested and is concentrated in the south, also saw a 5% increase in planted area. Alessandra, and what else is crucial for this record corn harvest? It is the combination of planting within the ideal time frame and favorable weather. This was seen in the first months of the development of the second corn crop, especially in Paraná state, which is the second largest producer in the country, very different from the devastating scenario of the last harvest. Now, soybean was harvested early, corn was also planted soon after, and there was no lack of rain in Paraná. On the contrary, there were even occasional episodes of very heavy rain with occasional losses. But overall, the corn crop in Paraná is very good this year. This also guarantees excellent yields in most of the producing regions in the country. And in the state of Mato Grosso, Alessandra, how is the corn condition? In Mato Grosso, the forecast for the second harvest was revised downwards at the beginning of May, dropping to 39.34 million tons 
from 40.4 million tons projected in the previous month, according to the Mato Grosso Institute of Agricultural Economics, IMEA. I talked with leaders of APROSOJA, the Association of Soy and Corn Producers in the state, and also with the Vice President of FAMATO, Mato Grosso's Agriculture Federation, Marcos da Rosa, and they believe there will be a new cut in the next estimate. The harvest should fall to 36 million tons in Mato Grosso. So there would be a 10% drop compared to what was expected for corn in the state at the beginning of the season. This is because the rain in the safrinha corn season was very irregular. In some areas it rained well and in others there was almost no precipitation. At the time of the soybean harvest it rained a lot in Mato Grosso, resulting in some corn areas planted later. And these are the crops that suffer more with the drought stress on plants. In Diamantino, for example, an important producing region, which went more than 30 days without rain, losses reached 50%. Alessandra, is there still a risk of further cuts in estimates? Yes, I think so. This past week, I saw several private consulting firms talking about a reduction in the estimates for the second corn harvest. Agroconsult, for example, has just started its crop tour through the producing areas, the so-called Rally da Safra, but they already announced that they were reducing their estimate for the second harvest to 87.6 million tons, a cut of 4.6 million tons from the previous outlook. The figure expected by the company for the total Brazilian harvest is already below the last projected by Conab, which was 114.6 million tons. Agroconsult now expects a production of 113 million tons. And there are even more pessimistic forecasts in the market. The consulting firm AgResource expects 84.4 million tons for the second harvest and a total corn production for the year of 108 million tons. The last cold wave that affected the south and southeast regions of Brazil was also a concern for corn. It was estimated that if there were severe frosts, Paraná State alone could lose almost 5 million tons. But this did not happen. The temperature dropped, but as it was windy and the frost was moderate, there was no significant loss in corn production. So the surprise will really come as the harvest advances in the areas affected by drought in Central West as Goiás and Mato Grosso states and also in Minas Gerais. And in this scenario, Alessandra, what would we expect for corn exports this year? Well, it's a fact that this year, despite the climate problem, we will have much more corn available for export. In addition, the conflict between Russia and Ukraine has completely changed the international scenario. To have an idea, four countries until last year accounted for 85% of global corn exports, US, Ukraine, Argentina and Brazil. 
with Ukrainian ports blocked now, corn buying countries are importing more from other markets, especially from these alternative suppliers like Brazil. Another curious fact, April this year was the best April in the history of Brazilian corn exports. There were more than 700,000 shipped. One year earlier, the country exported less than 131,000 tons, even because it's a period in which usually Brazil does not have large volumes of corn to export. In May, a new record for the month may be reached. The National Association of Cereal Exporters, ANEC, is forecasting the shipment of almost 1.3 million tons. Now, you asked me about the year as a whole. I talked to Marcos Araújo, managing partner of Agriinvest Commodities. They are forecasting that Brazil will export 43 million tons in 2022, which would be the record level reached by the country in 2019. But if this lower production is confirmed because of the dry weather, Araújo said that they will probably revise it down to something close to 41 million tons. Let's remember that Conab, in its last report, forecast 37 million tons for corn exports. Even so, it will be an excellent result and may be the second best in history. But we can't compare it to last year when there was a giant shortfall in the harvest because of the dry and cold weather and Brazil exported a little more than half of what is expected now, something around 20 million tons. Alessandra, Argus has the daily coverage of corn premium in the Santos Tubarão market. Is this more optimistic scenario for exports already reflected in the prices we publish daily? Yes, Camila, the premiums for shipment in August, for example, that before the Ukrainian conflict were indicated at a little more than 60 cents per bushel over the CBOT, in mid-March, they were already above 120 cents per bushel because of higher demand for Brazilian corn. Now in May, as we expect a good surplus of corn production for export, the premiums for shipping in August are being maintained closer to 70 cents per bushel, which is natural. And with that, Brazilian corn is many times more competitive than the North American corn, attracting more and more buyers from Iran, Egypt, Japan, and also more and more from Latin America, such as the Dominican Republic. It should be a much better year for the corn market. We have seen a higher volume of closed deals in the cargo market, which has been showing a higher demand. Our commentary and corn premiums are published daily on the Argos subscriber platform, Argos Direct, and are also part of a global and daily agricultural report, the AgriMarkets. I recommend staying tuned for this. The corn market is expected to move well in the second half of the year. Let's see. That's right, and we'll keep a close eye on it, Alessandra. Thank you so much. 
This and other episodes of our podcast are available at the Argos website at www.argosmedia.com. Visit the page to follow the events that affect global commodity markets and understand their developments in Brazil and in Latin America. We'll be back soon with another edition of Market Talks. See you soon.